0: welcome to the Jill on money call of the week we are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs okay so this is the episode that we drop in order to figure out how we can get you on the right path in your financial life now many of you I just want to say this clearly are already on a great path we just might be a good call to make sure you're doing what you should be doing or if you feel completely overwhelmed by any of this, we want to help you out. So all you have to do is send us an email. The email address ask Jill at JillonMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillonMoney.com. That is what Stacy did. She is calling us from Indiana. Hello, Stacy. How can we help you out?
1: Hi, Jill. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so my question is that I'm on the path to fire, if you will. Um, So I'm saving pretty aggressively, but I also want to make sure that I might have flexibility to make a career change in the future if I Mm -hmm. might want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so my question is really, am I saving in the right places? And particularly, I'm using a a mega backdoor Roth IRA. I know that's a lot of jargon, (laughs) but I'm wondering maybe I should slow down in using that vehicle because maybe it's not as flexible as I'd like.
0: Okay, great. So, Stacey, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you?
1: I'm 36 years old. Okay. Um, I'm single. I'm um, employed at a a big corporation. Uh, No kids. I own my home and um, you know I could give you a, a rundown on my finances to sure. be helpful how much do you earn so I earn about two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars
0: great and I presume so you're putting money into a retirement account through your big company yes right pre-tax or Roth I'm
1: doing pre-tax
0: for that so that's you're putting in 19 grand for that right correct okay mm-hmm. so you also mentioned your backdoor Roth how much are you putting into that annually
1: Yeah. So the, I do both the regular backdoor Roth, which is, you know, Mm $6,000. And then I do the mega backdoor through my employer, which I can do 22,000.
0: Wow. So you're putting a lot of money away. I get, okay. Uh, what else? Um, you said you own your home. How much is your Mm -hmm. house worth?
1: It is worth about 350,000.
0: Mortgage outstanding.
1: Yes. It's, uh, two hundred and thirty thousand
0: okay great how much money have you saved already in all of mm-hmm. these retirement accounts just a, a mm-hmm. general amount
1: so I have three hundred thousand in my pre-tax 401k mm-hmm. and I have a hundred and fifty thousand in my Roth IRA
0: okay great any other saving uh, do you have a just a savings account for your emergency reserve fund
1: I have an emergency reserve fund of about 25000 Perfect.
0: Anything else that you are putting money into that I should know about?
1: Yeah, I am able to save a little bit into taxable investment accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really recently that I've been able to start doing that. So they aren't as large. And that's where I'm wondering maybe I should focus on those a bit more. Mm. Because right right now um, I have taxable investments in total of about thirty five thousand
0: in just in general as you look ahead you are young um, Mm -hmm. but what's the the goal when you think like I'm on the path to the like the fire movement Mm -hmm. so you said you know two different things one is like do you want to be really out quit done by a certain time or is it that you just want to be able to have flexibility to do something more I don't know, fulfilling in your life in yeah. terms of work?
1: I I think I first started thinking about the retirement aspect. So that got me saving really aggressively into the retirement accounts. But mm-hmm. I think more recently, my thoughts are that it's to have the flexibility to make a career change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exactly sure when that might happen. It could be just a couple of years from now, or, you know, maybe it'd be more like 10 years from now. Right, right. And um, you're not
0: partnered right you said single
1: so there's no, no partner yeah. just you on
0: your own how about family members that you might have to worry about take care of anything like that that's floating around
1: I have my father who um, he's in a decent financial position and thank goodness he has a long-term care insurance policy too so okay. if things really went awry he has that yeah I got it can you talk me
0: through the mega Roth contribution and how that works right now
1: yeah So um, I make after-tax contributions to my 401k plan, and then once a year, the employer lets you take it out, and you can transfer it to a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. I've paid taxes on the majority of it, but maybe there's a small amount of gain that accrues during the year while Mm -hmm. it's invested still in the 401k plan. Right. And so I have to maybe pay a little bit of taxes when I make that move, Mm -hmm. but... um, that lets me put about $22,000 extra per year into a Roth IRA, which is kind of a special thing. Not yeah. many employers have that structure.
0: No, it's awesome. First of all, you're amazing. Let me just start. Let me stop. Mark, ring the bell. She's amazing. Stacy. you are doing a phenomenal job of saving money. I look at you, and I, I I'm sort of eyeballing you in the – I guess thirty-two percent tax bracket. What's the, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're not in a low tax bracket, but thirty-two is not terrible, okay? And you're not getting a tax benefit by doing the mega Roth right this second. So I guess what I'm wondering is this: if you want to keep doing it, you don't have to put in as much money, right? Yeah, you, you could. You could pull it back some because you're putting a lot of money away for retirement some of that money you could access but like I'm worried that if five years from now you're sitting on 600 grand and you really want to do something a little bit different and you'd like to say I don't want to make 225 I can make 125 and have something really fantastic you've got this great base you could do it but you want to maybe have a little extra I don't know cushion so I think that you should boost the taxable account and maybe Uh instead of 22 grand a year in the mega Roth you do Uh half of that maybe you do 11 and then you take the other piece and you put it into the taxable and then you said you've just started to be putting more money in the taxable about how much have you found that you could put in the after-tax savings at this point
1: I think per year it you know continuing with 22 in the mega backdoor mm-hmm. I would say it's about 25 I was able to put into the taxable every year so well, so, yeah, so it could th- become like 35
0: that's what I'm thinking that's exactly what I'm thinking so maybe pull back the mega put the 35 grand a year in the taxable I, I the only thing that's a pain in the neck about the taxable that you're not used to with your other assets is that mm-hmm. you do have to pay attention to tax liability In that right that what is it Mm -hmm. what is it generating in your Roth accounts where are they held right now at Charles Schwab okay so you know that you can go to Schwab and you're gonna just use some index funds but now that this is a taxable account be mindful that every time you make a change there could be Mm -hmm. a tax liability are you putting the money in based on a bonus or just on a monthly basis
1: largely bonus okay and then a little bit on a monthly basis but the
0: I think Uh, the dominant
1: amount is bonus
0: okay what's great about that is that you don't have to be making ongoing rebalancing changes to the portfolio you could Mm -hmm. simply say Mm -hmm. that once a year I'm gonna use the new money that goes in to rebalance the Mm -hmm. portfolio and that will make it more tax-efficient for you
1: yeah that makes sense I'm
0: an old fart who loves the fire movement I just think these kinds of stories are really amazing and you are buying yourself terrific opportunities so Mm -hmm. I think that if we drive down the cost of investing and then just a little just as as a tiny little shift that we're making here Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. just saying okay well now I'm just gonna add a little bit more to my taxable because I've kicked ass on my saving for retirement already you could be a little less tax efficient in a taxable account right but it gives you the flexibility and that's what I think you're seeking here
1: Yeah, I I think you're right. And I think I've, you know, originally my plan was to try to reach full retirement and I was trying to optimize the retirement accounts, but the flexibility to be able to make a career change, the taxable seems better for that.
0: I have to say that the more and more that I talk to people who are doing the, or adopting some of the practices of the FIRE movement, uh, Mm -hmm. very few that I meet actually want to fully retire when they're 40 or 50. What they are saying is just what you said, I want flexibility and that right. to me is golden and that's what you're doing you're buying opportunity and you're buying flexibility good for you I'm so I'm completely enamored with the folks like you who are doing this so congratulations you're really inspirational so thanks for calling the program great thanks so much Joe all right take care Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com or go to the website jillonmoney.com. You can click the contact us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free, why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcast Apple, Google Play, radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Tolercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.